Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. This all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Welcome to Power Moves P Mail Bag. Joining me again are JD Riznar and Dave Lyons from Beyond Yacht Rock Podcast. Always good to spend time with some Michigan Kings. What's up, fellas? Oh, it's so good to see you again, man. Uh, don't, don't tell them how the sausage is made. It's It's been a while. It's good to see you. I'm just excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the fact that we, you know, I, I feel like this is, we did so well and you got such a great response from your fans from our last appearance. Yeah, then. it's from nice. Thursday. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it's good nice to be to back. It's nice to be back. It thanks, is, thanks for having it us. Is it is now means, Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as as a fan of the podcast i'm i'm glad i'm glad you asked us back so thank you it wouldn't make sense what if i did that what if uh what if i came over here and like we're gonna we're gonna tape two and we did that one I'm like, i think i'm good i think i'm good yeah no well, no no you know what um we did we yeah i'm sleepy <laughs> i gotta I, I'm, I'm a little buzzed up i'm like you had half a beer yeah. a light beer and, and i'm your ride <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I think I should drive. That's the thing. No, that's the thing. Is you had, you had two, right? Had half right. a beer. Sure. I should mm-hmm. probably take the forerunner home. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, I'll just stay here. Well, I hope you enjoyed ever uh, enjoyed the Thursday program, and uh, we've gotten some good numbers from this. So good response. People enjoy the P mail bag, and the reason I wanted to do this was that I wanted to spend more time focusing. Yeah. On the fans and the stories, because sometimes they feel a bit rushed. And like we discussed uh, before the program, I, I can't. You can't. I can't do a two and a half hour show. No, it's, it doesn't make sense. You're, Nobody wants that. You might think you want it. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna listen to a chunk of it, and then you're gonna stop, and you're gonna you're gonna forget you're, all about you're, it. You're gonna go to work, and yeah. then you're it, gonna change the channel. You're gonna you know. yeah. Can't have that. Can't have that. We're gonna start off with a question from Daddy Dana. Um, as a fellow Michigander, please answer the following question: Pop or soda? Oh, pop! Yeah, this is interesting because I I moved into Michigan uh, right before high school. You're a hard pop. Well, I say soda now. That's the oh, one. that's the question. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mm-hmm. say pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say sixty five percent of the time. Okay, but I have started to say soda. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah just sort of shorten it's, it a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. be, just because... Of, Who has time for that whole word? <laughs> the habit of shortening things for humor has become real life. Yeah, yeah. It used to be I was making fun of that way of speech, mm-hmm. but now I, I've become the demon. No, you're, you're a busy guy. You got places to be. You can't be using those, wasting those I extra syllables. Can't get any sewed. My my girlfriend is also from Michigan. She uh she still says pop. Yeah. She she wants pop. Yeah, I I was back. I I've always said soda, but I was born in Ohio and I don't know what they call it there. I think, but that's, I think that might be out of the the pop bubble. There's different yeah, little could pop be. bubbles in the around could the country be. and could be uh soda but then there's soda pop. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's way too long. I don't have time yeah. for that. No. God, who does? We uh we used to have the pop shop. And the pop shop. We where, had the pop stop. That was where we had National Beverage Company, where it was that generic glass bottle. Mm-hmm. Sure, National, NBC. Every, everybody knows NBC. Yes. And you would go to the pop shop and you would get a uh, pick a mix. And I'd go with my grandfather. My grandfather had a uh, lovely uh, old school bar in his basement. He was, oh. uh, he was a cop. Mm-hmm. So it was wood paneling, mm-hmm. uh, choo-choo train set, pool table, Atari, May West uh, gumball machine or something. Oh, that, yeah. You know, Three or four boys and, tied up in the closet that he lured down there. No, yeah. no, no, oh, no, no. I'm sorry. No, I don't believe I don't that. I mean, it besmirched the memory of your grandfather. <laughs> I'm sure everything was on the up and up. It was yeah. a nice workshop. And I remember there was also a, a monkey that hung from the... Uh, the uh, the light bulb on the in the toilet mm-hmm. you know like a basement toilet mm-hmm. it's got that sure must, yeah it's got that must yeah Ugh. yeah, yeah it smells mildewy. like mildew and feces yeah. yeah oh yeah always 
smelled like dumps. Yeah. And that's where you'd sneak off. Yeah, no one no one had been there in months, but yeah. The, yeah, where the water would get a film on yep. it. And the bowl had that that, that gray. Well, there's just a one just but we would go to the pop shop and everyone else would drink booze and that was like my beer. And mm. I got to pick out, you know, they had a half and half. You had a clear cream soda, strawberry, grape. Mm. Oh, so it was actually like it was like some soda jerk behind the. the... No, no, it was it was there were multiple aisles. Okay, so it's like this um... national beverage company. uh, They were glass bottles and you would take them back and then you would get a new uh, mixture and you just walked up and down the aisles and did a pick a mix. Mm -hmm. Grape. Lemon lime. Yeah, they don't make enough grape sodas. Yeah, it was a, it was it was it was a wonderful thing. Have you been to Gelco's near Dave's house over uh, there in Highland Park? I am I'm familiar with it, but I've not been. Oh, oh you gotta go best. inside. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna it's gonna be your best. your pop shop fucking yeah. dream come true. And I'm sure they've got the they've got the Verners. They've got Verners. They've got Fago. They have the glass bottle Fago. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. bet, I bet they have National Beverage Company. See, I think National Beverage Company was. I I researched this, and I think it was owned by. I think it might have been the Fago company, whatever okay. Fago company, whatever Fago's uh, parent like, company was. Okay. And these places, this pop only existed for the purpose of being in these pick a mix stores. Okay. Like we had it at at hot lunch. Mm-hmm. I went to a Catholic school, so we only had hot lunch, which was like a little square pizza or a taco boat mm-hmm. or a whatever a sub sandwich was, which was new. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got right. you got to realize people didn't understand what sub sandwiches no. were for a long. It was just it was if it was a roll instead of bread, mm-hmm. and there was like lettuce, tomato, and you put Italian dressing on it. What that's the nuts. fucking that's, shit? Yeah, what am I eating a salad? It's crazy, but you could get a uh, a bottle of pop for twenty five cents. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, what a deal! Those were the days. Galco's a little more expensive, but they they. I'm cur- gonna assume. Yeah, they curate everything. Like I was in Peru a while back, and I had this soda called Inca Cola. Yeah, and Inca Cola is not necessarily a straight cola taste either. No, right? no, it's like a yellow bubble gummy type thing. Yes, or tastes my... like Hubba Bubba Cola. You guys ever drink that in your youth? Sure, I I, re- I remember it. I think I got it once and then immediately regretted it. Oh, I loved Hubba Bubba Cola or soda. Hubba Bubba. I forgot. It was it was bubble gum pop. Yeah. 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 And there's a uh, my wife is Cuban. Uh, when I visit her family, they have a thing called Iron Beer or Iron Beer. Or I'm not sure how they pronounce it, but they have it at Galco's. And if they don't have it, they can get it. And you can make your own soda. This is turning into a promo for Galco's. Galco's. And it's where you get pop in L.A. Give me money. Let's transition quickly. Someone asked last episode uh, what my favorite Michigan food was. And I, and I, I oh, named them all. Yeah. And I forgot one. Uh, I named off uh, uh, Tony's Steak Sandwiches from Saginaw, Michigan, which is super regional. Spats Bread from Saginaw, which is super regional. Um uh, the Coney Dog, of course, with the cold. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and that's, and that's, Serve the and that, curve. And that's easy, but I forgot one, and that is the perch dinner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, now you're talking my language, because I'm from West Michigan, so yeah. we didn't have the Coney's or anything like that. We did have one. There's G&L's. I sort of had G&L's, G&L's has cheese on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. G&L fucking chili dogs in Muskegon, Michigan yeah. are yeah. top tier. Mm-hmm. Top tier food. Yeah, that's that, where, that's JD's town. That nice dry chili with some fresh onions and cheese. Yeah, the Flint right. style chili, not the Detroit style mm-hmm. chili. No, Flint, Flint media. A lot of people yeah. don't understand that, that, that Flint style is a drier, almost a Taco Bell meat consistency. Right. As opposed to a soupy chili. Yeah. And you just... Flint meaty, Detroit soupy. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the two uh, two ways. Um, but I forgot the perch dinner. What mm-hmm. do you have one? Do you have a favorite Michigan regional food? Um, well, in West Michigan, there's a sandwich called the the gimmick, uh, which is basically um, like bologna and like you know kind of salami kind of ha- what like salami like meat pressed meat pressed meats. Mm-hmm. On uh, this big ass roll, that's about a ten inch diameter roll, um, with like ketchup is on it and American cheese, fuck, and some and pickle relish, Ooh. and and they cut it up into slices like a pizza, 
And it's so good. The bread is so good. I don't know. It's not regional. So it's like a muffaletta, but it's a it's a yeah. West Michigan yeah. muffaletta. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. It sounds great. A place called Wayne's Deli in Muskegon makes them, and I try to get one every time I'm home. You got yeah. to. Do you have one because Ohio boy? You know, I really dig, and you, you're a you're a Michigan State Spartan. Bell's Pizza. Yes. You remember Bell's? Oh, Like yeah. you put a little feta in the cheese and they were open until 4 a.m. I am very, very aware. So when I you, burned my mouth on Bell's Pizza so many so times. So many times. You couldn't tell what was a uh, roof of the mouth and skin what was and what flesh. was cheese. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't tell. It was, it yeah. was it's just like, this, is, uh, this cheese is chewy. No, that's and, the roof of your mouth. And they had two locations that were owned by the same person, but then they split. And yeah. then they were feuding. Yes. Like kind of like the Okie Dog here in LA. Right. Uh but it was it was the goddamn best in every was the time. greasiest pizza yeah. you've ever had. Yeah, it was it was what you ate after drinking. I w- this is before or I, or before drinking. I would blot that. And I never heard of blotting no. pizza. I just did it because mm-hmm. otherwise you would burn your wrist. Yep. With, <laughs> with fucking yeah. boiling grease. Yeah. And holy shit, man. Drunk in college. Going to Bell's Pizza, yeah, right on Grand River. Was and it was one of those things that you know you, you out you outgrow some things that you do when you're drunk mm-hmm. as you as you age or mm-hmm. as you uh, go like that's only freshmen go there or whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was no, that was it, was it was forever. And whenever I get back to East Lansing, which isn't often because I'm from Kalamazoo, and to go there it's about 90 miles away. But when I get there, the first thing I do is I go to Bell's. Fantastic. Let's get into a story. It's called Dead Weasel Party. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I went to art school in Boston in the late 90s, early 2000s. I was friends with a couple gothy girls who also went to the school. One of them was gifted a weasel, a flattened piece of roadkill, and did what anyone would do. They threw a party in its honor. <laughs> these, I, say, I like these people. This yeah. Is, mm-hmm. You got to hang out with these people. Yeah, for sure. They made up little flyers for dead weasel party <laughs> with a hand drawing of said weasel and hung them up around the school. I was not one to miss a good party, so I went along. Their apartment was the third floor of a house. The weasel of honor was in a Ziploc bag into the wall <laughs> in the kitchen. What? This is madness. That's... Who got a gift of a piece of roadkill and then stuck it to the fucking wall in a bag right i want to know if they were like if they decorated nicely or if they just like pinned it on their house bulletin board was it like find the weasel was that the party like we put it in an unassuming place I, see if you can find it i'm guessing we've all played find the weasel yeah. i'm guessing there was a lot of care and love put into this piece of roadkill <laughs> i had previously met the roommate pete a musician and generally nice dude We got to work drinking, smoking, and shit-talking. At some point in the night, I thought the weasel would make an appearance. It was a dead weasel party, after all, and that should mean something. After some creative brainstorming, I decided we should cook the weasel, (laughs) cut it into little squares, and serve it with a dollop of cream cheese. Well, uh, if you're going to eat weasel, I mean... It's the it's the finest topping that you're gonna find in a college apartment. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they have a a a cabinet full of creme fraiche. Yeah, yeah. Just a yellow paint mustard would suffice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you don't always have cream cheese. That's a that's a high ticket item in college. Yeah, but also it's a very common item in your work break room. I would say so. So maybe they brought it home. I'm not sure if I was trying to out weird the goth girls or what i was far from sober (laughs) what are you doing i'm out weirding the goth girls let's cook it let's cook a weasel with cream cheese (laughs) right guys (laughs) right cassandra Sounds good. That's a nice choker, Sam. Thank you. I also can't remember who helped me with this. If they are listening, please remind me. (laughs) 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 Jesus. Anyway, I found a cookie sheet, unpinned the weasel from the wall. (laughs) Unpinned the weasel. I unpinned the weasel. This is well written. 
I, yeah, they, they do a fantastic they really do. job. They really do. I'm always surprised, and it always knocks me down a peg like, like oh, my God. Oh, like, God, this is someone with another career. Yeah, this we, is the only yeah. thing I can do. Yeah, we do this for a living. <laughs> I unpinned the weasel from the wall and slid it onto the cookie sheet. I set the oven to 375, popped the weasel in, and went back on the porch, where I proceeded to forget all about it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is a great idea. What? <laughs> What? Billy Madison's on. <laughs> oh, cool. The porch was just off the kitchen. I was reminded of my culinary project when I heard Pete come into the kitchen very alarmed by the smoke accumulating from burned roadkill hair. <laughs> he quickly zoned in on the oven and opened the oven door. As realization hit him that someone had desecrated the oven, potentially setting the kitchen on fire, filling his kitchen with lingering weasel smoke. <laughs> He let out a long and prolonged, no! <laughs> Pete quickly sprang into action. Grabbing a kitchen towel, he pulled the weasel pan from the oven, ran out to the porch, and tossed it into the backyard. Apparently, the weasel pan and towel stayed there for a long time. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly where that stays. Yeah. That just stays there. And it snows on it. Yeah, you look at it like, and then it thaws, and you're like, "Oh yeah, the weasel pans out there." That's a midwestern thing. Like, you leave some of your toys mm. out, mm-hmm. like a like a sand bucket, or, uh-huh. or, or or your fucking the sprinkler your dad didn't put away, or yeah. or your baseball bat, and then it all thaws, mm. and you find all this shit, <laughs> like a waterlogged baseball i love i love the towel that you left out and then and then the snow melts and you have this this rock hard frozen yeah. towel beat yeah. someone to death <laughs> i i decided not to take ownership of said shenanigans in that moment i did however move into that house the next semester when the golf girls moved out i lived with pete and a couple other guys for the next year while no more weasels were cooked, there were some epic parties and accidental ninja sword stabbing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll happen. We got a bunch of, we got one of my buddies, Snake, he got a bunch of nin, of uh, uh, gladiator swords off of um, what's uh, the Home Shopping Network mm-hmm, one night. Sure. And then we just had a fuckload of gladiator swords. Yeah. swords. We all had our own. Mm-hmm. And we would go out into, into a buddy's yard and we'd play catch with them where like four of us would be on one side of the yard like good you know 20 20 30 yards away right maybe more and throw the swords to make them land in the ground like gladiator right. that's what you do and there's the dangerous and drunk as shit oh yeah and stoned no one died but yes i completely understand why an accidental ninja sword stabbing would happen <laughs> Absolutely. should you have a ninja sword i want to plug my friend's old old web show cautionary tales of swords oh uh, yeah my, my friend drew hancock mm-hmm. made this show just google cautionary tales of swords <laughs> so good it's so funny so good and it's all it's like the twilight zone of yeah, sword stories the entire thing was shot in my backyard mm-hmm there was beer dripping from light bulbs and a bathtub of green super mold born from keg drippings in the attic. One day, a while after we all moved out, I was playing chess and drinking wine with Pete. Wow, they got sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. all <laughs> grown up. Oh, boy. Oh, well, wine. Remember the weasel days, Peter? <laughs> I leaned in close and softly whispered, I cooked the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Max from Hawaii. P.S. My brother is Leon from New Hampshire with the beer bottle piss pantry window story. Ah, oh, recall great. that. I forget which episode where they dump a beer bottle filled with piss on some yeah party. out out of the window party. at the party. Just loses his fucking mind. Uh, oh, boy, that's, that's great. I was excited. Uh, uh, I knew the uh, Ritz Carlton attorney piss bandit. That's a friend of mine. You told me that. That's insane. Yeah, I'm not going to out him. But, no, no. Uh, that but guy, he's somebody I introduced to your podcast. No, that guy does not want that uh, name out there. No. But, uh, good on him. So anyway, hello. <laughs> <laughs> this one's called Power Move in the Grocery Store. It's from Daddy Dave, mm. your namesake. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Thought I would share a power move that I recently saw out in the wild. I was at the local no- neighborhood grocery store buying stuff for making dinner when I took a turn into the beer aisle. There I saw a rather sketchy-looking guy fully engaged in slamming a can of beer. And not a cheap PBR or something, but a nice can of a local microbrewery IPA. 
He slowed down for a beat, eyed me, and then decided I was cool with it and finished his drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you don't care, do you? Why would you? Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm busted. Oh, no. After he was done, he put the empty back on the shelf, gave me the head nod, and strutted out of the store. <laughs> I had to admire his attitude. Cheers. I'm always fascinated. Like, I love grocery stores. I, if, like, if I can... I would go to the grocery store every day for the for the groceries to prepare dinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I like it's, it. It's the best. It's, I mean, you get fresh. Like, I, I get people in New York, and you lived in New York for a while. Yeah. Like, you go down to the bodega, and you get the best stuff. And It's just a nice sanctuary. Yeah. No one's fucking with you at the grocery store. Hmm. And I'm always fascinated with empty products you'll see. Mm-hmm. Empty <laughs> Twinkie wrappers. Mm-hmm. And then you see the box just gnawed open by a raccoon, <laughs> or you'll be in the in the in the Cheeto bag that's half empty that someone just ripped open and housed, and you know that gets all sent back to the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, an empty box of Nilla wafers. If you're homeless, and, check li- out. If you're homeless and listening to this show, that's how you. Do I don't it. know how that would be a thing, but if you are, you know what. Just this guy apparently gets away with it. You just go and you slam it. You just got to mm-hmm. be fast. Yeah. It yeah. might be an, a nice service for the homeless to like clean them up just so they can look like an unassuming shopper mm-hmm. and go in and just feast away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just get their meals. Test it out. Yeah. Because yeah. nobody will suspect them if they if check they, out if that they, olive bar. If they Ralph's. look nice. I, I have a problem with some of those. The, the, the self-serve things like I'm a fanatic for albertson's fried chicken mm-hmm. albertson's fried chicken and chicken wings it's really good are so it's good. so good and some of the upscale albertson's like i think the one by you the one on hillhurst it, they have like a wings bar like yes. with different kinds of wings well, they, they have the, those are my favorite chicken wings in Los they're Angeles. so good the spicy chicken wings are so fucking i like good. the garlic parmesan they 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 get you they're yeah. they're tasty and they're delicious but the other day... Do not touch your dong after you eat those. There's a woman with her child, and the child is face first in the chicken wing bar with his hands oh, in no. there. And now I can't eat the chicken wing bar. Ah. Booger hands all over that shit, breathing on things. And I'm not an ultra germaphobe, but there's a certain line. That's pretty gross. And I, that just makes me think this is just this is a slice of time that I mm-hmm. saw. What else is going on? Yeah. I Miss- like when they get it for you because I know it came out of the fryer fresh, mm-hmm. went into the case, case to the box for me to take home. The bag. I like yeah, the, the comes kids, in the heavy duty brown paper bag. The kids are too short to make that sneeze guard effective. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's who you want it to be yeah. effective from. Yeah. They're the, the fucking gross ones. They got all the germs. Yeah. This one's called Wet Granny. <laughs> <laughs> I am on board. Now, do you. You name these or your the fans name? No, these are the uh, these are the email titles. They are fan. They're so good. Yeah, that's that's what uh, I see. Wet Granny. I don't even need to read it. Don't care if it's good. You create. <laughs> you've created a like a like a cult. Like your dad boner writing. Like these people have read it all and they've all learned how to do it. And now it's like you're a like you're a guru and everybody's learning your style and it's all bubbling up through these wonderful emails. I like stories so much. Mm-hmm. Like. And I, I've talked about I've talked about it on, the, on the, I think the last episode. I the last thing the only thing that you leave on this earth unless you have children, but you really don't. They're just kind of their own entity. Are your stories what yeah. you made, mm-hmm. what you did? Yeah, it's Bill Brasky. Yeah, and yeah. Before I got stabbed, I was at a bar. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm at a bar, and um, I'm leaving. We were we were, we were having drinks. And I had to go do something, and I forget. And I forget the reason I said it. But I leaned in to uh, Emily Maya Mills, a comedian, and uh, and I said, you know what? Life's all about stories. That's all that matters. And then I walked out, and then I got fucking stabbed, <laughs> which became like my marquee mm-hmm. story. Yeah. And I wasn't furious about what happened to me because you have a good story <laughs> because now. it's a great yeah. story i didn't i didn't die uh-huh. i didn't get sustain a serious injury yeah they picked the game of thrones king because the story was they so hit good me in the back meat real good yeah. thank god yeah. i'm not paralyzed by the grace of god by a half inch but that story mwah. yeah mm-hmm. and you know what i remember hearing that story and then i ran into you at the eagle rock lanes bowling party because somebody 
was having a karaoke birthday party. And I was like, dude, I heard you got stabbed. How's it going? And you're like, oh, it's fine. Check out this new Twitter account I have called Dad Boner. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing Dad Boner at the time. Yeah. And I think after I got stabbed, I'm like, I just started telling people, yeah. like, life's too short. I, yeah. You should enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was I was on board from the get go. In fact, I have a note in my phone. I was just trying to look for it. But uh, it was like Mike Burns, dad boner. <laughs> this one's called wet granny. <laughs> to reiterate, <laughs> to re- reiterate, it's called wet granny. <laughs> Life is all about stories. It's what you wet granny. You know what? I, I, I like wet granny uh, 17 a little bit better. Yeah. It's all yeah. anal. It's a, it's a little, <laughs> wet it's gran- a little wet, naughty. Wet granny one doesn't have any uh, no. anal yeah. scenes. In no, it. but you know, Kip Winger knew it. God damn You it. put a 17 in the, your song title, you got something. Fucking, you can't make up the law, Kip Winger. <laughs> Daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. Yeah, that's not your... Yeah, the police don't say that. <laughs> it's not who's going to make the decision. The judge that you're going to face, Kip Winger, yeah. is going to be the one who's going to say, we yes, did, uh, we did an episode too young. Of, <laughs> we did an episode about that called Stat Tracks. Stat tracks. Yeah, Statu- it's all these songs that were big hits, and they're yeah. all about statutory rape. Statutory. Cool well, calm. I'd call it statutory love, but you know, yeah. if you're gonna cast a cloud, I yeah, used sorry. to do that joke on stage. That was part of my like first solid seven minutes, and um, uh, about you know, you who else doesn't say that? The fucking law, Kip Winger. Yeah. And then I would lean into the audience, and I would say, you know what though. Ain't nothing wrong with some stats, right, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> and I point out some guy. I mean, you look like a young man, a young man who's caught some stats. You ever kiss some stats, young man? Yeah, gotta kick that stats. And I just keep fun. And that's why I don't do stand up anymore because I'm not good. <laughs> no, it's a shame. I always loved your stand up. I loved your uh, your guys' night bit. Guys' night was also fantastic. Wait, was was Mike the one at your backyard party who went up on stage and just said bar? Barb. Yeah, you were doing like some Mickey Rooney thing? No, that's Caleb Hodgkiss. Caleb Hodgkiss is the precursor to Carl Welzine. Okay. Ah, okay. It's like, you know, you ever see uh, someone do a, you know, they, you do a character and mm. that's kind of similar. Caleb Hodgkiss, that character I used to do, I used to do short videos and uh, do him as, he had a full 45 minutes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I would so do good. in oh, New York sometimes. And, and, I, uh, and I turned that guy into a different type of person mm-hmm. you know, i cleaned him up a little bit and that's what that's what carl became this one's called wet granny <laughs> wet guy, granny the guy who wrote wet granny's going like read my story <laughs> <laughs> fuck burns the new all female episodes are a real treat thank you also i feel like it needs to be said any fuck ups you've had uploading episodes i don't care at all i'm a proud patreon supporter and if it was up to me i'd probably pledge a little bit more than five dollars just because I, I fucked up one week and it pissed me off this is the kind of gentleman who might be interested in some camel cash shorts really the camel cash shorts guy's got some money to spend wants to look nice yeah you gifted maybe me. maybe you have a funeral to go to camel cash shorts are going to be up on the patreon for sale and i, I i'm gonna have to figure out how to do a bidding yeah. on those should they be signed? I don't want to desecrate them. No, don't desecrate them. No, That's an yeah. option, though. Yeah. yeah maybe yeah. maybe sign a nice card to send with them. No, you could have a... You maybe may- a nice roadhouse script. I think maybe you could get a... Uh, you could get a, a Carl Welzine signature on there if you wanted to frame them. You know, like people yeah. frame a sports jersey? Sure. Or uh, like at uh, the Guy Fieri's... Uh, restaurant where they framed the pants from the new singer of foreigner oh my god unreal this one's called wet granny oh go on (laughs) anyways back in high school i got a job bagging groceries at safeway after a few months of showing off my talents i got promoted to produce produce was pretty dope i had a long leash i got to create displays i carried a pocket knife and was encouraged to use it to sample fruit it was pretty badass i worked in produce at kessel's Mm -hmm. in michigan yeah that was my main high school job was Kessel's. Yeah, you got drug tested for that shit. I did get drug tested and I had smoked weed maybe two, three days before and they did the hair sample and I had to sweat it because the lore was that only one out of every six people or five got actual, they actually sent it to the lab because it cost so much money. A couple dudes had gotten pinched and the results don't come back from the drug test it's a while until you've already worked there so i worked there for i think a week or two before i told my parents i had the job 
Mm-hmm. I told him, well, you know, I didn't get hired. It'll be later. And I just went and worked at the store until I figured out that I was not what a, that I was clear because wow, that's some, that's some planning. That's some devious approach to, it was like, only a couple, like four hour shifts and it was easy to just be at one of my buddy's house right. houses, you know, or doing whatever the fuck else. It was in high sure. school, you know, there's no right. leash on you. Yeah. And I was terrified. I was sick to my stomach, terrified because that was drugs then. Yeah. I couldn't fathom telling my conservative parents that I got pinched for drugs right. and fired from the grocery store. Yeah. And there's no way to there's no way to talk your way out of that. You know who else had a long leash? The guy that wrote Wet Granny. <laughs> <laughs> After a while I realized my produce status really brought me some clout within the store. No questions asked. I decided to use that clout to rob the place blind. <laughs> 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 Brooks, see, Brooks is a big proponent of uh, of people stealing from their jobs oh, yeah. in a blatant way. Yeah. Like it's his favorite thing, it, which gets into a gray area. I've had some people tell me that's kind of a bummer when he talks about how, <laughs> yeah, how much he likes to steal from places that he works at. <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have a lot of stories about when I worked at a photo lab. Right, you're you're being paid a, a tiny wage, right? And sometimes you got to make it even. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to Robin yeah. Hood that shit. Uh, <laughs> I decided to use that clout <laughs> to rob the place blind. I would wear cargo shorts and take the buy me rental non rental DVDs out in my pockets two at a time, like those shitty you know two packs, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the, in like the Seven Eleven ones, right? Like, when they include Mister Mom with your pizza delivery, <laughs> I get Chinese meals from the hot food bar and just walk into the employee break room and eat them without paying. Free chocolate milks and whippets in the dairy cooler. Oh, we did that. Oh, whippets. We did. We that. couldn't keep. We couldn't keep Cool Whip in the the walk in cooler at the restaurant. You remember the. Uh, Nut House in Lansing? Yes. Yeah, I worked there. Could not keep Cool Whip in the freezer. Wow. In, in the walk-in because everybody would just go and huff it. Yeah, we just go we just go huff it up yeah. and then uh, go sit in the break room, mm-hmm. chain smoke cigarettes. Yep. But then, yeah, th- eventually I remember uh, most grocery stores putting that shit under yep. lock and key. Uh, it was a real free-for-all, probably the stuff Brooks dreams about. Well, there we go. Yeah. When I worked in the produce department, I would come in sometimes hung over or from a like it for an evening shift and i'd been with the fellas all day drinking butt ice (laughs) (laughs) i remember one day i I took it a little too far i had to get someone to give me a ride to work and i went and i went in produce and i went into the watermelon like the big bins Mm -hmm. and i just curled up in there and (laughs) slept my entire i I went to the brox the brox pick a mix candy section and i got I filled up my apron with a bunch of Brocks and I just, I, I laid down in the watermelon thing and just ate candy and slept for like fucking four hours. No yeah. one noticed. Like no. if there wasn't a manager at a job like that. Mm-hmm. No one gives a fuck. No, they don't care what you do. No one cares. There's no cameras then. No. no mon- like mm-hmm. they just didn't have any of that shit. No, you could walk out with a canoe <laughs> and yes. no one would notice. Yes. So the power move here, aside from the criminal power moves listed above, was the hose in the produce room. I remember that. This was used to spray the room down at the end of the night. The customer facing the wall opposite the produce sink was the one, uh, one of those shelved walls that offered all the various bagged salad types. So this is exposed a bit. This wall of salads uh, had like a four-inch gap above it that led to the produce room. One morning shift around 10 a.m., I decided I was going to take that spray down hose and just start launching water through the gap (laughs) as I heard customers come what may. As I do so, first time I hear yells from a very old lady, the type of yells you'd hear from a dear sweet grandmother that fell down in church. As I hear this, I stop and just listen. I can hear one of my coworkers run over and ask what was the matter. She says in a very exasperated voice, something happened and water just started coming over the wall. It was everywhere. I couldn't make it stop. I don't know what was happening. My coworker helped her dry off and a few minutes later, 
came back to ask my laughing ass what happened, telling me she looked like a wet dog. <laughs> she says that. As rude as all this is, I couldn't stop laughing. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Can't wait for you to announce your first sponsor. <laughs> well, that's after this elderly lady attack. How am I supposed to be- get sponsorship for the program? Um, Depends. Umbrellas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it depends. Mm-hmm. Depends, huh? Wet, wet granny. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Wow, that's wet granny I would brand. Feel, I would feel bad. Yeah, I would feel bad. I mean, unless they're evil. Mm, it's yeah. like old people have to be super fucking evil for you to. Right, right. Like them. I remember, I remember in high school in the hardware store I worked in, some guy was walking around and he he full on shit his pants. Oh, that's the worst. And it was, it, you know, normally that's funny. Like if I shit my pants, I tell my friends, they're like, oh, Dave shit his pants. But it's just kind of sad. Right. You can't take any joy from that. Right. This wet granny author is kind of a villain. It's kind of yeah. like, uh, kind of like if, uh, like, uh, I don't have any villain. He's the wet, he's the wet bandit? It's like, it's like if Kim Jong-un wrote in a story, <laughs> funniest story. I executed my cousin. I executed my cousin. <laughs> Let me tell you the story. <laughs> It's from Matt from Pull Y'all Up. He put his name down. He did. Oh. Well, you know what? I mean, no one was injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one was injured. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. He just hosed down a grandma. Was, I guess I shouldn't judge. He wasn't trying to to hose down right, right, the grandma. Right. He was trying to just you know get right. people a little drip. Mm-hmm. Sure. A little drip. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I guess the moral of a story is uh, be beware your pranks because you may hurt somebody very kind. That's right. Correct. Like when Vince mm-hmm. Neil killed Razzle. Yeah. Yes. Razzle just wanted to hang out with yeah. Molly Crew. Go for a ride in a nice 84 Pantera. That's correct. Super yeah. wasted friend. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, can't even walk friend. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, dead in his, his poor little Converse sneaker. Right. He's in the middle of the road. If you've seen just the behind the music. Sitting there. Just sitting there. That poor in, guy. In, like shallow depth of field. His you name know, was Razzle. A yeah. Was it, was like it, a, uh, one guy. was it Hanoi Rocks or Saigon Kick? Hanoi Rocks. Hanoi Rocks. I was confused those two. Well, you know what? Don't, uh, drunk drive and, uh, especially in, uh, uh, super in a race ul- car. Ultra race cars. And try not to hose down old women. Right. That's never cool. Oh, boy. Boy, that was real. Yeah. What a night. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta really digest that one. Yeah. All right. Really let it let it seep in. <laughs> I'm not gonna judge him. I'm not gonna judge him. He's a he's a young kid. He probably learned his ways. Uh, we got a power news you can use bonus story. Ooh. Because I had one left over, and uh, I I wanted to do it because it's fun, and also because that was a little bit dark. <laughs> a, little, a little bit. And here's the other reason: is these are two. <laughs> Pieces of shit, old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to take well, the edge off. I guess if we can imagine one of the old ladies in this story was the one that got hosed down, we can suddenly see Matt in, These a, are in blatant. better light. These are blatant. Like They're, they're funny, but mm. they're, they deserve to be hosed down in the grocery store. And it is also in a grocery store. For the third time in a month, two women have stolen a huge amount of cheese from a Burlington uh, grocery store. This is in Canada. Yeah. Cheese, these are, these are cheese, the cheese bandits. No, these are the cheese grannies. <laughs> That's a disgusting porno. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> the most recent theft occurred at a uh, Burlington Fortino's on April 12th when the women allegedly stole cheese wheels with a total value of $580.80. Wow. A week earlier, a Halton Regional Police believed the same woman struck the same store on April 5th and stole six wheels of cheese valued at around $800. These are like those big fucking wheels. Right, right. They cut them up and sell the wedges for like... Yeah. 10 but, bucks but that's like when you buy a pound of coke and divvy it up yeah. but, but with cheese but, but sometimes they'll they'll have that that wheel out as a display yeah just show like look this is legit yeah we, yeah. we cut this cheese yeah. <laughs> we, we farted it all up wah, 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 wah. Well, that's the end of the podcast <laughs> yeah n- nowhere to go but down from here or up the same day, the police say the two women entered Longo's and selected a wheel of, che- selected a wheel of cheese valued at $180 and walked out with it. This is so much fucking cheese. That's a lot Those of cheese. Those are big. 
Those yeah. things weigh like 25 pounds. Right. Yeah. Police said the women returned to the same Burlington Long Hose on April 6th at around 7 p.m., but this time employees recognized them and followed them throughout the store. The women left the store empty-handed and police before police could arrive. Uh, they estimate that she they have accumulated more than $1,500 in cheese wheels over the five, last Christ. few weeks. This is getting ridiculous, said Melinda Olnyuk, a regular shopper at the Burlington <laughs> Fortinos. Wait, you got to check in with Melinda. <laughs> what? The shop, they're interviewing the shoppers and they're this like... Is- what are you doing? Come on. This is ridiculous. I shop here all the time. The well, brie prices have gone up 50 cents a, an ounce. They're, they're, they're passing the their their losses on to me. They're out Melinda. Of, they're out of baby Swiss in my Gary at home. He wants the, uh, he doesn't have a baby Swiss on his ham sandwich. He burns me with an iron. <laughs> Melinda. Where? Melinda. This is how they talk in, uh, in uh, Canada. 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 Where's my goddamn cheese sandwich, hey. Melinda? Hey. Where's my aged Swiss? Canada. You whore. Canada, forget you whore. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say, right? That's a that's a T-shirt. If you go visit Toronto, it's just uh-huh. Canada, forget about Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen to the cheers during the, the NBA finals. That's how so. Drake talks. Yeah. 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 Hey. Hey. Raptors. Hey. hey. Come on, Raptors. Let's I'm get... S- I'm sitting here at the Raptors game. They're getting all these buckets, ones and twos. Let's go. Yeah. Three-pointers. Look at all way. Look at all our round bacon. Come on. It's Canadian. Hey, that's not how you do a chest pass around here. You know what I'm saying? Police have to catch these two. That's what she's that's from Melinda. Police, <laughs> police are working on the notion that the pair could be related, possibly a mother-daughter duo. Whoa. Oh, wow. That's a modern... Cheese modern duo, but officers have yet to confirm that they just basically drove from one store to the other store. But we got better photos of them at the second store. You know where I would look? You know where I would look? Melinda and daughter cheese shop. Yeah, (laughs) that's where I would look. Well, this is ridiculous. I can't believe this is happening. I don't know, man. I think you're drawing conclusions that aren't there. (laughs) I need to do that with the voice. The quotes need to be in the Canada voice. They just basically drove from one store to the other store. Well, we got better photos of them at the second store. Constable Norris Dabbers of the police department's retail theft unit told the Hamilton Spectator when the first two thefts were reported. <laughs> you know. You kind of went into Dusty Roads there. It, uh, it's a voice I can't stop talking in at No, home. it's a great voice. You start talking. It's it's. My girlfriend hates it. She does. <laughs> She uh, it gets so irate that uh, she wants to uh, uh, throw me through a plate glass window because I did it for seven hours the other Saturday, <laughs> and I, I watched three Rocky movies, and I narrated the movie while I watched it, and I had a couple cold beers, and I wasn't that drunk, but once I started doing this voice, I just can't stop because no, it's... it's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did a I did an Instagram story where I narrated all the Rocky movies, and so I had to do the whole thing over again, and she made me go upstairs to the bedroom so that I wasn't in the house in the downstairs while she was putting on her makeup and she got real fucking mad and this is a true story but I'm doing it in the voice that I was doing at the time that reminds me of a story of when my wife and I stayed at the Madonna Inn and there was a delightful rock shower I've heard you talk about the Madonna Inn often on this podcast many many times and uh, there's a rock shower and I wanted to get my money's worth so I wanted to have a delightful time so I was in there going and I did that for three hours straight yeah, until she said, okay, J.D. We're sick people. Yeah. yeah. No, normal people don't do that. No. no. <laughs> we packed up. We packed up. <laughs> with the little pink soaps. Uh, we got in the car. <laughs> it's, it just, I, I, that's when I start to wonder, do I have some sort of condition? Yeah, where, like maybe you're on some sort of spectrum. Right. No, I already think I am. I think I'm right. I'm real close. I'm well, o- I'm, I have a but, lot of... Well, uh, the, thing, the thing is, though, like, you know your audience and you're you're looking at at your wife you're looking at your girlfriend like eh 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 how about right. the, how about this right <laughs> aren't i hilarious yeah this isn't fun to live with you know what's fun when the, me fun to her is when i'm just being normal yeah <laughs> hanging out uh-huh. talking about stuff right not doing, hey, uh, Melissa, you want you give me another beer, baby? Come on now, you're going into, why'd you go in the fridge, give me another beer? Is that your Tony Danza? No. It, oh, you know what it is? 
It's Matt Danza. Ooh. It's Tony's brother. <laughs> He's a good one. That's what the voice is. Man. How did you pick that out? I have no idea. I guess I'm just in, in tune with that's, Matt, that, Matt Danza. That's what the voice is. Wow. The voice is Matt Danza, Tony Danza's brother. And the reason I started doing it, because I started doing the Matt Danza voice, talking about how, well, uh, I was asking Tony for some money. I was like, can you you give me like a grand to get by for the the little bit? Here's what happened was, uh, you know, I didn't get the Hunt ketchup commercial. (laughs) I I got a call back, and I was like really counting on it, Tony. And uh, if you just kick me down uh, a grand, that's too much for you, Tony. I know you're making the bread. What are you talking about? Fifty. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can come pick it up. Oh, you don't want me at your house? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I, Venmo. What the fuck is Venmo, Tone? You know I don't have. You know I only got a burner. I only got a burner. I don't got no app for anything on there. <laughs> Could you send it to the check cashing place? Can you send a wire? You said they can do fifty dollars. Tony, come on, man. Look, you know what? They get, forget. You know what? All right. Uh, here's the thing. I lied earlier. There was no Hunt Ketchup commercial audition. I uh, I made that up. <laughs> and just as a, a show of good faith, <laughs> as a show of good faith tone, uh, once again, I'm going to have to ask you for that uh, full grant. <laughs> I am in a bad space. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I thought Drake was on the Raptors, and I bet uh, that he would score 30 <laughs> in the last game uh, over under five points, and uh, turns out he's just a rapper. I didn't know. I don't watch a lot of hoops. <laughs> well, rapper and Raptors, I mean, that's easily confused. I understand. I know the difference between dinosaurs and basketball. <laughs> in Toronto. <laughs> talking about Toronto. What is that, in the UP? <laughs> See now I can't stop. I'm doing this. How am I doing this? <laughs> Fucking Belinda. Oh God damn it. Fuck me. Oh. Okay. Asked I'm... what the thieves <laughs> thought they might do with all that cheese. <laughs> Daba said, obviously they're not gonna be eating it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it will likely be throw the restaurant through the back door. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Look, Tone. If you don't give me that grain, I'm gonna have to go back to doing backdoor stuff at that uh, at uh, Billy's Dive Bar. Backdoor, backdoor back cheese stuff. I can't you know? do it anymore. I used to when I was a young man. I was a little more, a little more stretched out back there. I can't. I got hemorrhoids now. I can't. Yeah. You know what? I was also I look. I I had a coke problem then, and, uh, and uh, you know sometimes you do things for drugs. Matt. But- what are a- you are you leaving Tony a voicemail again? <laughs> what about that grand tone? Man, I told you not to call your brother anymore. Tony hates Matt again. <laughs> just, uh, I just uh, wanted, wanted to ask a question. Uh, God you- damn it, man! <laughs> do you know what? Do you know anyone works at Hunt? <laughs> you think you could get you could call back and see if I could? Uh, Tony, <laughs> don't listen to him. Come on, please, please, Tony. God damn it! Hey, Tony, is it cool if I tell uh, my new girlfriend you and Rocky three because she never seen who the boss, but uh, she said uh, she might blow me if you want. Uh, I told you in the Rocky movies, and uh, yeah, she don't she she don't know no better. So uh, I want I want my panties on I told you you played uh, Rocky Thun and Rocky five. <laughs> she believed this ain't the brightest of the bulbs, but uh, she's coming over with a with an eight ball and uh. And uh, if, if you don't tell me, if you don't, if you don't call her and tell her that you're in the Rocky movies, then uh, I ain't gonna get none of that, and I'm gonna have to do some bad things with the backdoor action down at Billy Tavern. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, there. I'll uh, get it all out. I love that you went with Hunts and not Heinz. <laughs> no, hey, Hunts is the. It ain't no. It ain't no shame in being the Hunts commercial. No, no, it's 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 fucking. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I know Mandel Blanc. Mandel Blanc was in the Heinz commercial, remember? He was on the roof. Yeah. And, he, and, 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 and then uh, some babe walked by with a hot dog and Matt LeBlanc. You know, he played Joey from Friends. Oh, yeah, Joey. And he was also Joey in that show, he, uh, Joey. played Joey and Joey. And he's also, I auditioned for Joey. I was going to play Joey's dad. And I, uh, again, did not get the call back because I, I, uh, I had eaten a large gyro that day. And uh, I, I beefed pretty hard. And I thought it was an FBV going to be no big deal. And then, uh, it, it was, you know, they got the air conditioner <laughs> off in there. And that's not my fault. And it's so thick and hot in those audition rooms. And yeah. uh, it just it could, didn't have nowhere to go. 
And uh, I was uh, the only guy in there because all the other actors had left. And it was obviously, uh, you know, came from my rectum. And uh, that Euro that Euro beef really blew it up bad, and they told me to get the fuck out. That's the, they didn't mince words; they said the f word. And uh, I even it, that's a that's a bad a, one. It was a low point. Uh, that was after uh, well, that was after I, uh, <laughs> I I I got uh, fired from my two girls before I even uh, got in the air on mm. the, uh, the bed. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> See, Brooks would yell at me, and this is... Well, I'm laughing. No, we're having a good time. time. Yeah. So, so wet, wet granny. Anyone with information can call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477. Do you guys remember when Crime Stoppers commercials would come on at night? Sure. And, uh, you would be home, like your yeah. pants would be out on a hot date at Red Lobster or something. <laughs> you know, like, and uh, you're home, and they're like, you know, we'll be home by nine, and it's not too late, but then... Uh, Red Lobster, the, the Crime Stoppers commercial would come on and be like, ding, 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 ding. You'd be like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. And for me, I shouldn't be so scared because, you know, I was I was 52 years old. Yeah, you'd be kind of a, kind <laughs> of a tough guy. My parents were in the 90s, kinda... but they would leave, and I used to have them around. Right. You were around Tone because you were off making Samantha jokes or whatever yeah. the crap. Being and named I was, Tony on I was home, every show. I was home taking care of the folks. And I was the one who should have got the, the inheritance. Not you, Tony, but they liked you more because you're on TV. And I guess Matt is just the fucking piss on, huh, Tony? So please, how about that $50? Just send it to the cash checking place down on, uh, down on Highlands and uh, go pick it up. Oh, man. Fuck. In closing, mm-hmm. I want to thank uh, Dave and JD. You can hear them on the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast i implore you to listen to that very if you're if you're into music you cover a lot of weird shit mm-hmm. and you, yeah. you do a, you do have a gimmick you have a gimmick you yeah you, we have a you create new genres mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you can go into our archives we have uh, almost we have 99 episodes mm-hmm. super and, fucking fun and a ton of minisodes uh, yep. uh, 99 new genres and if you sat through all that uh matt danza impersonation <laughs> I'd like to thank you for all those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Let's get, get to 1,000 by the end of August. Tell a friend about the show and the power moves community. <laughs> Check out us on the Patreon at patreon.com. Power moves with Mike Burns. He's not doing so well. And that uh, $5 you pledge per month uh, really could help. He, thought, <laughs> he said he would give me a portion of that. Uh, he, he's a good guy. Mike Burns oh. is a good guy. And oh, it, Matt. It, 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 it's eight. <laughs> Look, I ain't begging. I ain't begging. A, you squeaky wheel gets the grief, guys. Come on. <laughs> no, I get it. Five dollars. That's just... eight programs for free, plus the four after dark episodes. Don't, don't do the math. Plus, um, the, the the power moves chapter with that Carwell theme piece of garbage that you uh. can enjoy. And, uh, you know, uh, just to help out would be a real good. And also, I'll, I'll send you a, 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 a roadhouse. Pain still don't hurt. Uh, autograph copy from Carl Weldine. That's true. That's true. I've seen them. They're, they're, they're being mailed out. I mailed out about half. Uh, they're going to do like another half uh, next week. I take them down to the post office like some sort of bum. Anyway, send me your stories, questions, or ask for advice anonymously at powermovewithmikeburns at gmail.com to be featured, <laughs> featured on the P-mail bag. We'll see you Thursday on the flagship Power Move program. Well, probably not, because I couldn't stop doing this voice <laughs> and ruined this whole episode. Or well, maybe you liked it, and I got like some new fans that are diehards and only want me to talk in the Matt Danza voice. <laughs> Matt Danza podcast coming soon. <laughs> Bless you, Can't Daddy. Wait. Rock in a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making Power Moves.